we are here with one of the most anticipated guests of the channel. We've got Slaughter to Prevail in the house. We got Alex Terrible. We got Jack here. They started the band together. And every time I shoot a podcast, I've got people going, when are you getting Slaughter to Prevail on? And I'm like, I know. And I got to tell you, let me tell you about how cool these guys are. Because where we're at is at Blue Ridge Rock Festival. The festival was canceled today. And these dudes are making it happen at their hotel which is an hour away from the venue. That's how dope these dudes are here on Rockbeat. Thank you all so much for making this happen because I was so going to be so bummed if it fell through. Thank you. We are a big family. I think it's necessary for yeah. both of us, you know, and I respect your work. I Thank you, bro. Yeah. Make Thank the you. best of the fucking shitty weather and yeah. the English weather, to be honest. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to guess his uh, accent, and I said Australia, and he's from the UK, and how dumb am I? <laughs> Almost. Yeah. <laughs> So, y'all, I just want to, first of all, I'd like to talk about everyone's kind of how the band came together, how you got started, what your influences were growing up, what bands you were into. So how did y'all meet and how did Slaughter to Prevail come together? Yeah. So uh, I was like 20, around 20 years old. I was uh, uh, a worker or factory I work on factory and uh, also I start music. I start doing music when I was 15. So I practiced my vocals and I like my favorite band was uh the Horizon, Suicide Silence. And they inspired me to like uh, do this vocals, extreme vocals, you know. And uh, I start to uh, make the covers and put them on youtube i didn't know about youtube much and internet but um i just randomly uh, upload all my videos on youtube and uh one of uh, this video like for suicide silence i believe that was an answered song uh it's getting it was blow up dude it's classic like, <laughs> in the room it's like so yeah. russian yeah it's just this like 20 year old kid that's just yeah. like given is yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I put it on the internet and I have a Facebook I didn't speak English well I, I don't speak English well right now you know <laughs> but anyway it's yeah. bad it's much yeah, bad. yeah it's not bad yeah back in the days I was like zero uh, and uh, uh, I put it on YouTube Jack uh, he played in Ukrainian, Ukrainian yeah. band, death yeah, metal. Death metal. I was a big fan actually, and uh, he texted <laughs> me on the Facebook like, "Dude, I just uh, saw you cover. Let's do some fucking band together." Yeah. So you, so you heard his voice. You meet him immediately. Yeah. You gotta be like, "This dude's vocals are nuts." So I just remember being like. I need to make music with this vocalist. Like wherever he's from, this this like yeah, this video is like pretty much iconic at this point in the bedroom and shit. Like <laughs> let's just make music. Fuck all the bullshit. Let's just do it, and uh, it worked out. Although at first you said like speak to my manager, and your manager also couldn't speak English. <laughs> and your manager's like, okay, speak to Alex. And then I was like, hey, okay, you down? And he's like, okay, I'm down. <laughs> and this is how it was born. <laughs> right. And so um, how long before you all met in person? How did that, like, you know, it's one of those things you started working remotely. And then how, so basically, I guess, how long ago was this? Oh. Now at this point, for 10 years yeah we we start slaughter 2015 i believe right 
2014. Yeah. yeah. 2014. Yeah. So, uh, and we met in 2015, right? Yeah. So like one year. Yeah. One, one year, year after. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we, we got a, like, um, we had a Russian tour and after the Russian tour, we go straight to Europe and we had like only one song, Hell. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah, one yeah. song, yeah, yeah. And uh, after European tour, we and we met Jack in Europe. You know, we did a wonderful tour in Europe for the first time uh, in our life. You know, um, and it was like, it was good for us just because we were young and yeah. we we been in the depths. And yeah, we did yeah. nothing, like didn't make any money, uh, and uh, we were sleeping on the floor. We <laughs> we just we were oh, struggling yeah. really hard, you oh, know. Yeah. But we were happy because it was like uh, it it our way how how our yeah. way get started, you know. Yeah. And uh, we met, and after that we um, we dropped the EP, right? And one year after, or two years after, uh, we fly to England, yeah, to UK, record the album, record the album. Yeah. yeah, sign with Samarian. But also, a funny story, okay, because there is something you left out. So we did this first tour in Europe, mm -hmm. and for some reason, uh, we just had a week off in Holland. I don't know why. <laughs> we, our manager at the time was from Holland, and we just kind of crashed at his house. There's like... Me, Alex, there's the other dudes in the band. Dima, who's now with us, he was with us back then. Um, and Alex decided to smoke weed. Like, we got some weed, you know? And yeah. Alex never told me about what weed kind of does to him. And <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so oh, I got this, like, uh, joint I smoked with Alex. And next thing I know, he's freaking out in this small little Dutch town. Uh, still looking tied up and shit and we start walking around the town and he sees writing russian writing on the floor in like chalk <laughs> that literally says in russian hell is satan yeah, yeah. and they i thought like they wrote i thought they're f me but uh, they swear down that actually yeah it was just there right yeah and it was on russian like russian letters you know yeah it was like and i was like high as hell <laughs> and i i see that shit and i was like i gotta Quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So, Alex, tell me about, you know, what it was like for you growing up, because there's like such cultural differences, I think, between US, Russia, Europe, all that stuff for you. Like, what was your upbringing like? And, you know, uh, and then I want to also get to how you are confident enough to stand there as a bear <laughs> barreling towards you. But we'll get to that in a moment because I know everyone wants to hear about that. But first, what was your upbringing like growing up? Uh, it was a classic childhood for Russian dude. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> oh, hold on, you got to explain some of the stories you've told me. What? About the fucking car? Your dad's car? Uh, yeah, I stole my dad's car when I was like nine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I crashed it. <laughs> Because oh, I was ex escaping police. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And when I was two and a half, two, two years and a half, uh, I was like, uh, I left my home. <laughs> so my mom tell me, like, uh, go to play, like, in the yacht, you know. 
and I went to the street, you know, and I met some friends, and there were three of them, you know, and they were young, uh, older than me, and there was like, okay, Alex, let's go do something, <laughs> you know, I was like, eh, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, uh, for four hours or for five hours, we were fucking walking, and I I tried to smoke a cigarette, not like <laughs> inhale, you know, like, but just try what is that, you know. And we were fishing, like it was a river, a small river in my village, you know, and it was a dead fish, you know, and we just <laughs> catching the fucking dead fish. I remember all of this shit, you know, and then uh, we were. Uh, going to back home you know and i see a lot of people like uh, my parents and a lot of people in the streets just looking for me you know <laughs> like they lost me and i was i realized that i'm f***ed, you know? <laughs> yeah but anyway uh, my childhood was uh, not that bad but it was not that good you know on the, there's a lot of like economic instability there yeah actually yeah a lot of uh, people uh struggling in in the 19s you know you don't have a good job you don't have a food on your table you know wow and all of this shit and you have to work hard to and you you, you have to build your own shit with your own hands you know yeah. like for example my uh, grandma and my grandfather they built their own house together, like two of them. They built the old, like the old house, you know. And uh, my mom, uh, she got like uh, two or three walks. Uh, and uh, my dad, uh, like uh, he was uh, drinking a lot, you know. And then I went to the military school for five years or some shit and it was uh, uh, adopted people, adopted child, ch children. You was know? this like a school that your parents put you into because you had behavioral issues or like? Uh, because my stepdad was a military and he Got was it. like, you gotta f enjoy this <laughs> as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, bad times, but right now I, I realize it was uh, good for me, you know, it's a good experience because I grow like a, a man, you know. Discipline. Discipline, you have to take responsibility for what you've done. Uh, if you do something wrong or say something wrong, the society on the school will eat you. They wow. will f*** you up, wow. you know, because if you're not real, if you have a crisis or uh, try to be not yourself, they will fucking eat you. <laughs> you know? And it's good. I think it's good. It's tough, but it's good because I grew up like a, um, like a, in a good way, you know? It builds character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, after that, uh, I went to college. I was a mechanic for four years. And in this timeline, I, I was uh, like uh, enjoying the metal scent, you know. Before that, I was listening to EDM and rap music and all this stuff, you know. Scooter. Scooter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scooter Germany yeah. band. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> anyway. And uh, yeah, um, after that, uh, I found out the Britney's Horizon. And Which about how old were you then? Uh, like... Uh, 
14 or 15 years, oh, yeah. something like that. And uh, I was thinking like, I want to do the same. Uh, That's so cool. I, you know, like uh, the tattoos everywhere, like uh, uh, guys screaming on the stage. Uh, he has attention. He has yeah. girls and all this stuff, you know. I was like... Ollie's such a great front man, too. That oh, yeah. Is, is sec really second to none. I think he commented on one of your... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes my heart make work. Right. You know, because I remember that days I was, like, uh, listening to Britney's Horizon, like, every day for one year or two years, every day. And I was a big fan. I'm still a big fan of their music, uh, and I very respect them. And uh, especially Oliver Sykes, because he gave me that inspiration to do extreme vocals, you know, and I just copy him, you know, like uh, how you call it, like copycat or something, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, thanks for him, uh, to him, and thanks for to Mitch Lucky, rest in peace. Yes, you know, but uh, just uh, because of them. I am who I am right now, you know what I mean? I know that'll mean a lot to them. Yeah. And you've gotten props from people like Chad from Mudvayne. Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. How cool was that? I was talking to him and... I was like, uh, I was listening to Bring Me Horizon and Suicide Silence. And then uh, I discovered like Mudvayne, Slipknot, Pantera, all of these bands, you know. I respect them a lot. And right now I'm living my dream just because... Uh, we play, we share the stage with these bands, you yeah. know, and I cannot believe in this because uh, it's just, um, it was, it, it wasn't my goal. Uh, I didn't think about it. I just uh, play music and I was like 100% into it, you know, and uh, I think I've been doing it for 50 years already and I've been doing it, it every day, yes. you know, and it gives me that results and I really appreciate it, you know? Yeah. It. I mean, you're, you're, you seem like a very driven person and, and, you know, it's been amazing to see what Slaughter to Prevail has been doing. I saw you for the first time live in Norfolk, uh, Virginia at the Norva mm -hmm. and it was like a Tuesday night and this is a extreme metal show. And on a Tuesday at the Norva, it was packed all the way to the back of the venue. It was yeah. sold out. And I said, whoa. And so I'm like, first as I walk in the door, I look at the crowd and go, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you come out and y'all play live. And the brutality of the live show is wicked, dude. And oh, y'all yeah. just yeah. absolutely bring it live, bro. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to say like, what was it like the first time y'all got together as a band and jammed? It seems like there's this cohesiveness between y'all when you play live. Yeah, actually, uh, I would say I would say when uh, as all bands like we kind of weren't that great at the start. We just weren't. I mean, you know, I think there's a certain amount of road you got to do. You know, being on the road and and all this to to build up. Just everything, you know, it's just normal. And we kind of, it felt like we were in at the deep end from the start, like our first US tours with Cannibal Corpse. And we're kind of like, wow. And it feels like actually our whole career has been like that. It's like, we're always like, how are we here? Even with Fall in Reverse, like we're looking out in an arena and we're playing like caveman riffs and growls and resting bears and shit. And we're like, 
a huge <laughs> arena and it feels good you know and humbling at the same time so it's like we we didn't start out that great but we just kept at it constantly even now trying to improve everything we can to to make it better and right and sicker you know but we want more every yeah. time we want more you're, and i think we will deserve more. You're such a talented vocalist, but you're also a person who's just doing crazy shit. I want to talk to you about wrestling bears, grappling with bears, whatever you want to call it. Dancing. Have, I, first, the, the number one thing, bro, dancing. The number one thing I wanted to ask you is, is have you ever seen the documentary Grizzly Man? Do you know what that no. is? No. What I is would it? strongly encourage you to watch it. It's a documentary about a guy who goes into the woods and lives with bears. Wow. And the bear ends up eating him, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, of I'm course. Sorry to tell of you that. <laughs> of course. I'm not surprised, actually. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry. And rest in peace to that guy. Yeah. Uh, he, he cared a lot about the bear. Is he American? But, uh, he was, uh, I think he was American. He would go to Alaska. He won an Oscar. And they had all this archive footage of him going out there into the woods. And uh, it was a grizzly bear, though. I don't know what type of bear you're wrestling, but can you tell me, like, I don't how know that, how that happens. Like you've you've done this multiple times, and how you're not like shitting your pants when. Uh, I, first I, of all, I was shitting my pants for the first time. You know, <laughs> like uh, we uh, were filming this uh, Baba Yaga clip uh, video, and uh, we was like, we need something. You know, Russian stereotypes. You know, <laughs> like tanks, AK. Bear, maybe. <laughs> oh, it is so uh, yeah, and uh, in Russia, it's very easy to do something crazy, you know. Right. Because in America, if you wanna like, uh, you know, like uh, do some crazy shit, for example, set on the fire like piano stuff, even in the field, uh, you have yeah. to ask the administration or something, sign the papers and all this shit. In Russia, no. You just go to the forest and do some crazy <laughs> shit, you know? Or not even in the forest, you know? <laughs> and um, I just uh, Google bears. <laughs> like, <laughs> just Google bears? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> That's train so bears, you know? Dude. Not wild bears, because I'm not stupid, you know? They will gonna <laughs> you up there are people but, in my comments i just want to say about the bear thing they're like oh these are trained bears i'm like well when are you gonna go of course like, dude it's <laughs> trained bears, as, if that makes it, as if that makes it any less crazy i'm like oh, well, let's go see you do that of it's course like, yeah. dude when i was uh, the, the so first volatile. time the, yeah the first time i just uh go to this guy who trained bears and all this shit you know and he said like come in yeah and i was like okay and he opened the cage and bear just go on you and i was like hell no i don't want to do this because i feel the primal fear right you know like uh, it is a wild animal anyway you know it, you up, yeah. yeah it doesn't matter if we train or not he has a stick and that's it like the guy the, the coach like the guy. yeah not even the guy he's just a stick and he said stop tom don't do that tom stop what the Dude, he, he doesn't give a shit about your stick. If he won, he rip you yeah. ass yeah. off, you know? Yeah. And this and guy can't seconds. even guarantee your safety. Exactly, exactly. And when I wrestled that one, motherfucker, <laughs> I, I feel pressure, you know? Like, uh, he just playing with you, you know? And if he wants to go hard on you, 
you will be dead in five seconds. Yes. Maybe less, you know, because he has power. Yeah. He is like a lot of power. He can rip your skin off with a one paw, right? You know, like pants and that's it. And for the first time I was wrestling and we shoot a video. It was fine, you know, and he was like uh, three years old or two years old and a half. And he weights was like uh, probably um, 300 pounds or 350. Wow. Yeah. And then like uh, a few weeks ago, I just decided to meet him again because I missed him, you know? Yeah. It, not, it was not about like uh, uh, shoot the video for next video right. clip or for slaughter or something i just wondering how can you be a friend yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah we, it, we were friends when we we're in town we wanted yeah. to help them <laughs> have a quick wrestle sparring session absolutely <laughs> just rush it just rush it yeah and that's just what normal dude dude i just went back to russia you know i've been in moscow and i was like while I'm here, why not? Like, why yeah. I don't <laughs> go and see my friend, you know? And you think uh, the bear remembered you? I don't know. Actually, he, he was he, like licking your face. I would, dude, I yeah. saw that. I'm like, yeah. Bro. First time he was like, what's up? And he started to sniff my, um, like, legs, you know? And like, who are you? And then he stand up and he was <gasps> like, tall. I was like, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm not ready for this, <laughs> you know, but then, uh, yeah, he was like, maybe recognize me or something, but he, he is very chill with me. He was like, dude, this f Alex the Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you, brother. I, I posted a meme that said Alex meeting his vocal coach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude, uh, yeah, yeah, it used to be great. The interesting thing, too, about that is I wonder, like, what was your family's reaction? Like, do your parents call you and go, like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, my mom didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my mom. Well, <laughs> <laughs> percent oh, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. She hasn't seen. Do they, do they, are they not, like, on social media out there? Like, no, 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 no. Is there, I guess... A lot of Russian people probably don't use U.S. social media and stuff, maybe. No, like Instagram is pretty popular, but it's just because of this war and uh, sanctions and all this shit, uh, Instagram banned in Russia. Okay, for got For some reason, you know. Got it. But anyway, yeah. But for the second time, I met this bitch, you know. He's like, he's uh, five years old. And um, in this age, uh, wild animals and every. Uh, creatures has this um, like uh, turning age with the hormones and all this shit, you know. And he's he was massive. He's like seven hundred uh, pounds, you know. Right. And I was like, I want to spa with him. I, I want to wrestle with him, you know. <laughs> and he literally, yeah, yeah, of course, right. <laughs> of course, dude. Yeah, yeah. Totally I want to test myself, you know. And uh, he. He was close to break my neck just because he pushed on me, you know, with right. his weight, you know? Right. Yeah. And I was wondering, if you go to the forest and you meet the bear, like wild bear, what are you going to do? You don't want to fucking run. No. No. But anyway, you will be Right. <laughs> right. If they, I mean, if that bear's having a bad day, if he's hungry. Hungry. Yeah. yeah. Mate, if you play with pit bull, like even with his dog, 
and you know this dog is friendly and stuff, you know, but it's not your dog, you will still like feel this. Um, your dog bit my ass for fun <laughs> and my ass was bleeding. He ran up to our guitarist and our guitarist ran out, uh, ran away so panicked. He tripped up and flew like guitar everywhere and everything. What kind of dog? Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He loves children. <laughs> He's kind. He's very friendly. He just want to play, you know? Yeah. But sometimes he plays so hard and he doesn't realize he's massive. He's yeah. like 170, right? Yeah. Oh, I've seen you posting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually so sweet. He's the sweetest he's dog ever. He yeah. just doesn't understand he's his own strength. Yeah. But you scare of him, right? Nah. No? Um, well, after this, okay. I didn't want him running up to me. <laughs> Imagine the random person start oh, playing yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we'd walk him or yeah. like, I would yeah. see people, they're like, nah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like dip it out. And right. this is a yeah. pit bull dog. And yeah. this is a f bear. Oh I mean, yeah. Even trained bear. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. But the There's dog. that clip and I have it up on the screen now where the bear is just barreling towards you. You're standing there. The bear stands up on its hind legs. In that moment, what goes through your mind? Dude, it was primal fear again, you know, because you realize And they can sense that. Of absolutely yeah. I can tell, you know. He was like, stand up, and he, like, uh, look at my eyes. And I look at his eyes as well, you know? And I I don't want to uh, describe this, describe, you know? Yeah. Because I don't understand what I'm feeling, but this feeling, like, uh, not good feelings, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> because you understand you're nothing right. against him, you know? Even if he's trained or some shit, he's still dangerous. And, but I love adrenaline, you right. know? Yeah, so you're like, you do a lot of extreme stuff in yeah. addition to the, your music. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, and that's so, that's what I think is so interesting about you all is that, you know, Slaughter to Prevail is a real in-your-face band. You guys do extreme shit. You wrestle bears. And I compare it to like, I mean, look, I love Ozzy Osbourne. He's one of the all-time greats, one of my favorites of all time. But he just bit a head off of a bat. I mean, he didn't stand toe to toe with an eight, a freaking eight foot bear, however tall it was. And <laughs> you just don't really see people doing stuff like that anymore. And uh, I just, I was shocked when I saw that clip, and I was like, man, that is next level, dude. <laughs> that is next level. I, I mean, I the even the first clip as well. I want to ask you also about the scar on your face. I know you've told this story a little bit, and it kind of goes back to you growing up and 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 being wild and all of that. For those who haven't heard, tell us about the scar and how it came to fruition. I just made this clarification, you know? I just make it in purpose. I just cut my face. He cut his face and made... <laughs> me. You and were yeah. wild. I'm, I have a mental problem. <laughs> no, seriously. I believe everybody does, you know? But Everyone's crazy. I'm, I'm not hide this, you know? I'm not normal guy, you know? <laughs> I have some like crazy stuff in my mind. But I, I'm, I'm a real guy, you know. Right. I will never like lie to you. Oh, I did it like because it was a fight with a bear or some <laughs> shit. No, just because I want to look like a f brutal guy. I'm not brutal guy. I'm, a, I'm not tough guy. I'm not like a, a strong man, you know. I'm simple guy like you, you and everyone, you know. But I just like to um, show up, you know, these tattoos and f 
ska and extreme music. I think it's just because I'm back in the days when I was a child, I need attention. I never like take from mom or society, you know? You feel as though you weren't like, um, as a kid growing up, maybe, did you have siblings? What's that? You have brothers and sisters? Older sister. Older sister. Yeah. Did you feel like, so maybe the culture is different in Russia where in America, maybe sometimes kids are too, like too much attention. And Here? Great, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 1 million percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not bad, yeah. I think. It's not you feel bad. like you didn't get that as a kid enough growing yeah. up that you didn't get Because it. my mom uh, always busy with work, you know? Yeah. And my older sister, like for example, I go to the, uh, not school, but before school, you go to uh, kindergarten. kindergarten, you yeah. know? And uh, my kindergarten was really close to sister school, you know? And my mom always said, like, Nadia, you have to watch your brother, you know? Yeah. And we were walking every day, like, uh, I believe, five kilometers or six kilometers. It's uh, about, like, one hour of walking Jeez. or maybe more, you know? And I was a kid. I was, like, less than six uh, years old. I was, like, four or five years old. And we were walking, and she, uh, she was taller than me, you know? And she was walking fast. And I was like, uh, do some stupid shit, you know, looking for something to play with while I'm walking to the kindergarten, you know. And she she just go straight to the school and I'm lost where I am, you know. Right. And every fucking time, every day. And uh, like uh, all the guys start to bully me like, hey, you have money and some shit, you know. Uh, while I go to the kid garden and every day like this, you know, really that's a thing where they they perceived you to be rich as a kid Oh, no, like uh, they're trying to take your money, right? Yeah, oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Like, okay, bullies like lunch money. Got it. Yeah, totally. Exactly, totally. Got exactly. It. We call them gopniki, gopniks. Yeah. Gopniks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, tough guys and they search for the victims, you know, yeah. and every time they search for the uh, smaller guys or weaker guys, you know, and uh, I just so you were bullied a lot growing up. Yeah. 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 Did you look as like a nerd or something? Yeah. I'd like to see a picture of you as a kid, like yeah. what you looked like, yeah. you know, like where they, but it's just, they were going for everyone there. It seems like yeah. a ruthless environment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I never uh, was a nerd or something, but uh, I just, uh, I don't know. Um, we have that problem everywhere, yeah. you know, with the totally. tough guys and uh, it's people. here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know why, but um I didn't know how to fight and uh, defend myself and all this shit. And I don't um, have, I didn't have this uh, character and stamina, you know, right, right now. Uh, I know how to fight. I, I, I will defend the weak person if I don't like person, but if he is weaker than me and somebody start to uh, hurt him, I will defend him 1 million percent, you know. Just because I believe that real men have to do that, you know, and it doesn't matter about the situation and all this shit, you know. But back in the days, I wasn't that strong and uh, brave, you know right. what I mean? You deal with like backlash from people online and what are the things about you, whatever you get that you stand by what you believe uh, in. Of course, and, you of know? course. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to lie to myself, you know? I don't want to play games and being sketchy for some reason, for being popular or just for money or whatever, you know? I will not do this. I will rather lose popularity or money or something, but I'm 30 years old. Uh, I want to show my children uh, how to live this life and be a real man, you know what I mean? And it, it's not about uh, you gay or you trans or you whatever, you know? It's about your character. It's about uh, you have to be a strong inside, you know, and stand for you and for your family no matter what. Right. And you said you don't have a problem with anyone's beliefs or nah. anything like that. No. Know? I don't care, you know. I It's just not my business. I, uh, I don't like when people try to go into your uh, underwear, you know. It's not, it's my personal and it's your personal. I don't want to touch it, you know. Uh, they're very important for me. It's not what you believe, but it's how you act in real life, you know. And it doesn't matter who you are, like a, a man or a girl, a Christian or gay or black or white. I don't fucking care. If you're a real man, a real person, don't lie to yourself and you stand with your beliefs. If I don't, uh, even if I don't um, like share these beliefs, I don't care. If you stand with this, I will respect that. You know what I mean? And if you d defend your beliefs, I will respect that. I want to talk to you about you were recently in Russia and you were in the studio. Yeah, were yeah. you there as well? No, we were. We, um, uh, the um, drama. Zhenya, Evgeny, oh, yeah. he, he yeah, was yeah. recorded uh, drums in Russia because uh, it's kind of cheap uh, in Russia and... and he's, he's comfortable there, he's right? comfortable. Like with the yeah. language, even though everyone can speak English, there's like especially nuances to recording and little things like communicating with the producer that it just makes sense. But yeah, it, of, you course, know. of course. And, uh, and, and what can you share about, uh, you know, the new music and stuff? How's that going? Because I can tell you, you posted a clip from the studio and just based off the drums yeah. that I heard, I was like, damn, this, this, this slaps. For me, music, uh, our music is something more than just the music, you know? It's a big energy. And I want to make our music brutal, extremely brutal and heavy. Hell but yeah. at the same time, uh, make it understandable for uh like for for, for the average person right exactly, yeah exactly yeah. you you can listen to rammstein yeah for example and you can feel the heaviness and brutality but in the same time you clearly understand the music you know it sounds not messy it sounds not fucking like chaos and it sounds very melodical but brutal I want to do the same, but in our genre, you know what I mean? And for this album, I believe we're gonna mix the um, Costolum, yeah. uh, like the, the album we wrote before, we dropped before. But uh, at the same time, we're trying to put some uh, new like elements. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's kind of like so far, it's, it's darker. 
but it holds a lot more emotion. Like I think that what we've done is we've taken a lot of the things that we feel work so good about Costellum, um, just little yeah elements here and there, and we just pushed that as far as we can take it, and we just went harder. You know, we have I think when we were writing this, we've pushed ourselves more with everything from song structure to small little finer details to even like effects and orchestrations you know but still us yeah. like and there's not one song on here that doesn't sound and like details, us small details is very important because uh, you build everything on the small details you know you have yeah. to pay attention for the small details and uh one more thing about new music uh we were focused that our new music uh sounds pretty good live yeah, yeah. i was gonna wonder if you yeah, write for the live set yeah. 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 yeah yeah like it's good like there's certain songs in the set list that sound great on record and then live it just doesn't have the energy and for us it's yeah it's got to translate to yeah. a live performance you know it's got to have like i think the best bands Ramstein, especially Pantera and all that, you hear it live and yeah. it, it's like it just has that same energy. Yeah. I am blown away by you guys saying that because I can tell you, like, when I saw you live, I was like, this is a band that could play those huge stages mm -hmm. because yeah, your music is so suitable for it, where you could have, you know, freaking 25,000 people out there going insane. Yeah. And uh, I, I hear that when I see y'all live. And that's one of that's another one of the, the things where. <clears throat> Your, it's metal that can be consumed by huge audiences in the same way Slipknot, mm -hmm. the same way Pantera uh, can be as well. Um, yeah. When it comes, I want to talk about the mask as well because I love the mask. I want to get one. Uh, I will and, send you uh, one. Oh, dude, thank you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the mask, how did all that come together? Because I think that's such a badass signature look as well. <laughs> I mean, uh, back in the days, I was working uh, in, at the bar, but at the gym bar, you know? And yeah. Yeah, are they have booze at the gym in Russia? I mean, you like know, protein, protein stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew this. Yeah, yeah, but there's dudes drinking vodka. No, no, no. Let's live that shit, suka. <laughs> no, it was a protein vitamin stuff, you know, just putting in the shaking. You know. I was like, man, they're hardcore, dude. <laughs> bears lifting in the gym. Oh, there's <laughs> bears in the gym with yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah. They speak fluent Russian. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was working on the fucking gym bar, and I have a lot of time, like free time, you know, and we uh, dropped this. Uh, oh, no, we were writing the new, uh, the first EP. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm don't want to be uh, like a regular band with the regular stuff, you know? I want to show up, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, it's Tattoo is not enough, you know? Right. I want to do something else. And for me, uh, like uh, Spider-Man was my top hero, you know? Uh, I, I was, um, w when I was a kid, my favorite movie was Spawn, you know? Who's that, Spawn? Right. And uh, this character has the fucking, you know, masks and costumes and all this shit. And I was like, okay, I want to do something, something similar, you know. And even like Slipknot and Mushroom Heads had the mask. Hell yeah. Whatever. I want to do my way, you know, my mask. And I know when you start something like, uh, for example, music or in whatever like business or 
when I start to uh, uh, fight, you know, like MMA, uh, a lot of people like uh, talking shit like, oh, you are f***ing nothing and you don't know nothing about that. Why, why you go into this, you know? But the same people talking shit when I do music, start to do music, it's a classic shit, you know? Right. And I was thinking, I want to do a mask and I just draw this mask like not that good, you know, and I sent to people who uh, sculpt them, you know, and uh, they did it and I show Jack like my idea and he was like, nah, this is bullshit. It, it <laughs> you was, <like> yeah. <laughs> okay, in my defense, the, the first version <laughs> did it? have hair. I, I was completely wrong, but the first version <laughs> had this crazy hair, dude. But, it was sick. <laughs> maybe we'll bring back why were you? Why were you initially against it? It obviously worked out well now. Y'all are killing he was it. talking, ah, uh, uh, this is kind of similar to Slipknot. It's shit. And I also, to be honest, there was a bit in me where it was like uncertainty of like, there's just not like a deathcore band that does it or death metal band, you know? It feels very like in this genre that we're not in. And for me, it was almost like scared to push the boundaries even with the image. And it, to be fair with Alex, I just kind of trusted you on it. Yeah. And uh, it worked out. Yeah, I was completely wrong. Because yeah. yeah. I'm always right. <laughs> Yo, so let me ask you all this. You, you're out on the road with Fallen in Reverse. Ronnie brought you out on stage. How sick was that? I love Ronnie. Um, you know, what's yeah. what's that been like working with him? You got some additional shows coming up with him as well. You know, um, how did you meet Ronnie and, and all of that? So uh, basically, I don't remember how we met in the internet. Uh, like... Uh, I believe that our manager said, like, we have a deal or... I, from what I understand is um, we have the same booking agent and uh, they actually offered us, from what I understand, a slot on the tour. And we we're kind of surprised because, you know, the different genres, but we're like, this sounds amazing, you know? Yeah, it was such a deal. Yeah, we just went for it, yeah. you know, for sure. And, yeah, uh, when we met uh, Ronnie and... and uh, in life like in person he's like a simple guy like a chill guy he know how to be respectful for everyone you know it's just the it's just the normal things right and i don't know why but he in america but even in russia the new generation losing it yeah. you know they just i don't know why but they um don't understand how to uh, like uh, speak, even speak with random guys, you know, and be uh, show you respect because you don't know him, right? Like you have yeah. these borders, you know. There's difference. I feel like too. I, I agree with that because it seems like younger people struggle with in person dialogue, right. in person yeah. conversation because everything is yeah. texting. And yeah, they're like, exactly. They, they're like really yeah. awkward when yeah. you talk to them. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And uh, Ronnie, he's just uh, humbled and he's smart and I respect his uh, experience, you know, right. because I heard a lot of stuff about him and he create himself like uh, with his hands, you know. Right. And he, he was in the prison, you know, and I know what it is. I, I never been in the prison, but I know like how difficult it could be, you know, and all this shit. And it tells a lot about your personality. If you stand it and uh, if you do your own way and 
don't be scared about uh, social uh, opinion and all this shit. I just respect that. He has a boss, you know, and I just shake his hat and I very appreciate this opportunity they give us, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, it seems like the the people like Slaughter to Prevail falling in reverse. There's this real new movement that is taking off. I remember I knew Slaughter to Prevail was going to take off inevitably. Do you know who Hardy is? Have you heard of him? Who is it? Hardy. Have you heard of him? Uh, Hardy is heard of him. He's one of the biggest singers in country music, and I'll send this clip right. to you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also written some of Morgan Wallen's biggest songs. I know him. Yeah, you know Hardy. I was yes. going to say because yeah. Hardy, uh, he he was like on his tour bus blasting Slaughter to Prevail like for real four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hardy Hardy loves y'all uh, from what I've seen, and uh, I just wow. remember like man, even country dudes, which he's a he's a huge metal guy as well. Yeah, yeah. But I remember seeing that. I'm like, damn, yes, I knew of y'all, but I was like, they're really catching on. So I want to ask, at what point did you did you both realize like, damn, yo, this band is starting to accelerate we're starting to get somewhere with this um i mean for me post covid like or during covid like we dropped the monitor like before that it felt like we had this potential and we always heard the same thing and it just never quite happened and then we dropped the monitor and the thing about the monitor is at the time we have a couple of disputes as you do with label whatever but we just felt something about this song like we just want to drop it and you just dropped it on your channel and we could never have expected it or planned for what it did. And it opened so many doors. And I think for me, that moment was like, oh, yeah, we've got, you know, we've actually got an opportunity here. Let's not f- it up. Let's not drop the ball. And we just tried new things. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was like uh, I was popular in the internet before demolisher and all this stuff you know because i have like a lot of followers on my youtube channel and my instagram and even if we played with slaughter in united states or whatever people maybe they don't know slaughter to prevail but they go to the shows just to see me you know and uh, i'm like a, a a blogger or something you know and uh i always knew that we're gonna be huge uh, because to be honest, this uh, album like Misery Sermon, I don't like this album because it's just a regular deathcore, and we uh, didn't have this experience with recording and stuff, and we were not smart. But anyway, uh, I always talking about like we need to uh, write a simple music, like simple catchy exactly. breakdowns. Yeah, yes, dude. exactly. Bring it to your face, like straight away with the grow and f-ing brutal voice and all this shit. And people will love that because I feel it, you know, and uh, I, I recognize that people uh, who uh, around me, you know, they not into metal music. They right. just in uh, redneck, Russian rednecks, you know. <laughs> What's a, tell me about a Russian redneck. I love that. <laughs> I, lo- I love that they're Russian. Like, people are similar across. There's a yeah. lot of similarities. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Russian rednecks is uh, guys who uh not from the big cities, you know, because I believe big cities make you softer and weak. It's, it's fine because you have a lot of opportunities and you have, like, cars you have machines who do it for you, for job for you, you know. You have services like food and everything. 
in small village, uh, you have to do uh, your own shit. You you have to walk a lot. You have to uh, help your parents and all this stuff, you know. And back in the days, uh, the people from small towns, they don't have internet, you know. And they were stupid. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, like a lot of information you take from the internet, you know. Right. But before that, school gives you information. Your parents give you right. information. Your society, you know, your friends and all this shit. You you cannot be smart or you cannot be a, a superstar without uh, this opportunity, you know. But you, you have to uh, follow the rules. You have to get up. Uh, like 6 a.m., uh, like uh, make something for your house, clean up, or do something in, in your garden, like uh, help your parents, just because it's necessary to survive, you right. know what I mean? And it's built your character, it's built the discipline and all this shit, but at the same time, these people are stupid and they are tough. And this is why they rednecks, you know? <laughs> and when you go to the big cities, these people go to the big cities, they just want to fight or something, you know? They just like a monkey. It's like, ah, let's do some stupid shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's show how strong we are to these fucking pussies, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That is so Awesome. I actually have a question. You yeah. got trucks? Like, do Russian rednecks have trucks? What's the Russian redneck car? Lada. Lada. That's the F-150. That's the brand. Lada. That's their F-150. Let me it's ask you this. Now, over here in the U.S., there was a period of time from, like, 2006, maybe 2003, where pe this was one of the craziest phenomenons I ever saw in the U.S., where people started hanging ball sacks from their truck. Yeah. Did they do that in Russia? <laughs> Not really, but right now I can notice that. Do you have, do you have, do you have uh, truck nuts on your uh, truck? Uh, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Say what you've got. Say what you've got. I got a sticker, right? And it says, I in the fight uh, like a Prius. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, man. Prius. <laughs> So, um, but you have a, you have a souped up truck. Yeah, I, I have a, you're a, like out here living the American dream. Like, what was it like? Re what, what's it like relocating from another country so far away to move here? That, that takes a lot of courage as well. So, uh, that was 2016. We were playing with Cannibal Corpse and it was my first time being in America. And I feel myself like whole because I grew awesome. up. Uh, with the movies, like with American movies, American games, American music, and I can feel it like this is something like uh, um, familiar. Yeah, you know everything, everywhere where I go, it's like nothing new, you know. But at the same time, finally, I can see that, I can touch it, I can feel it. You know what I mean? And I just love America because. It's land of freedom, yeah. especially like uh, the north, in, right. uh, the south, the this south, Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida, and the, yeah, like uh, Carolina, and you know. But anyway, um, people here are very similar to Russian people, like rednecks, right? <laughs> because you have to build your own, you know, like uh, property, grow up some fruits or. Vegetables and the stuff, 
and you have to watch your fucking animals and and I I I love that I respect that because uh, if you go to big cities and um, you just uh, make yourself weaker because without internet without uh, like electricity without uh, robots and all this shit what are you gonna do right you will be uh, nothing right. you you will lose and uh, only because of the farmers you know the like uh, people who work on yes. on the lands on uh, oh, like yeah, us farmers, farmers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people who watch the um who built the yeah like people yeah. handyman you know right and all, all of these people they build up society right and when you have to understand this and even if it's not your way to grow up with or you want to be a, a rock star or you want to be a fucking engineer or it technology guy you have to understand it and learn a little bit just for your family right because if you have kids and wife they will uh like look at you like a, a, a man who can do everything you know yeah because if they don't look at you like this they will not respect you right. you know what i mean and it doesn't matter like uh what family is it like traditional family or whatever it's only uh, always a main guy in the family who can take responsibility and protect his family right you know what i mean and this is my values this is my view here particularly in the u.s a lot of you know there's a high rate of divorce there's a lot of, yeah that's rough like saying yeah i mean it's yeah. it's, it's, it's not days you know it's a new generation they they are afraid of responsibility yeah and it's always the fast content right now oh i'm tired of this i go this way oh i'm tired of this I want to like uh, make friendship with another girl. Oh, you just don't understand me. Okay, I find another one. You know, and you always uh, uh, looking for easy way, right? You know, yeah. there is no easy way. You have to deal with this. You have to struggle. You have to get experience and be a f adult and take responsibility. You know what I mean? Right. You, you had recently shared that you uh, have a wife now. I know that you get a lot of attention yeah. from the from the females or people that were upset about that when you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I mean, um, yeah, my wife, she's young, like she's 22, but she, uh, she she's from... Uh, Kafkas. Kafkas is like uh, uh, the the part of Russia with the uh, Caucasian people. They are very traditional, you sure. know. And we have uh, Russia is a massive country, you know. And we have uh, uh, different traditional and different uh, cultures, you sure. know. And I'm from Yekaterinburg. It's like Ural Mountains. It's like uh, even uh, it's. It's not the center uh, of Is it Russia. like a small area? What's the population of where you grew up? Uh, fucking city, you know? It, Yekaterinburg is a big city. It's like uh, 3 million people or something like oh, that. Oh, it's massive. Wow. Yeah. But I grew up not in Yekaterinburg, but in a small village nearby Yekaterinburg. It's like uh, two hours of driving, you know? And um, uh, anyway, the, the this region... 
like uh, a lot of Slavic people, like Russian, you know, but Caucasian people. Is this like, um, um, have you seen the movie Borat? Is this like, is it kind of like, is, is that movie kind offensive of. to Russian people? No. No, they we, like it? We, we don't. It doesn't offend us because it's funny, you know. We don't give a shit, you know what I mean. But it's true. Right. And some parts, very true, you know. I'm yeah. just waiting for you to say mawat, mawat, mawat. You know, like uh, Caucasian people, they more like uh, Arabian uh, and okay. Turkish, like Muslims, you know. Yeah. And they have strong traditional uh, things, you know, and they follow sort the rules. Sort of like Khabib, is that the region? Yes, okay, exactly. Yeah. Dagestan, Chechnya, uh, she's from Adigir. It's yeah. the same area, you I know. I really like him. Yeah, he's a tough guy, and yeah. he's very... I like Hasbulla as well. Yeah, Hasbulla. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten to meet any of them? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> God, we need the Alex Terrible Hasbulla. You wrestled a bear, now you got to wrestle Hasbulla. <laughs> I don't want to wrestle Hasbulla because Habib will come after me. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like fight. Great, he seems like a great guy. I mean, he went yeah. on top in his career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just I'm a fan. A, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I really respect that guy. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, we're almost in an hour here. I don't want to hold you all. I know, unfortunately, the show was canceled. I just want to thank you all so much for doing this. Um, yeah. And and I think that Slaughter to Prevail has very huge things Uh coming for y'all in the future and uh i just it's been great talking to you both and i and again i appreciate you doing it thank you thank, thank you for you your time absolutely